What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. Hey, what's up, man? Good to be here. So real quick on my end, I got intros for you. Uh, I'm Abram Bibli. They call me Abro. Uh, kind of known as the Space Commander and become a part of the story. I've uh, been working with the team since launch. On our stage here, we've got Mike, uh, who's on the Beans official account. And we've got our artist, who's absolutely amazing. We'll get into some of the crazy stuff that he's been doing in the artwork. Um, and, and, and what it means for our story and how things are constantly evolving. So, uh, with, with that said, I'm going to hand it over to Mike so he can do his intro and then Rafa will do, will do your intro next. Okay, sir. Thank, thank you, Abro. Uh, Mike here, brother. Um, I'm the founder of Beings. Um, we have been here for almost three weeks since Mint, I believe. And yeah, uh, the whole team, uh, it's here, Abro and, um, and Rafa the artist. Uh, so excited for this one because we have great alphas uh, for this week. Uh, it's been, again, three weeks since lunch and we are finally on the, on the edge of launching our Pilot Academy and, and a lot of great things uh, this week. So again, thanks for having us. Okay. So please, uh, I said, where is the main, the main thing that please? Um, let say, me it again. say it again. Say it again. I say, when is minting date for the cardio cardio friends? It's it's already minted, bro. Um, I will I will leave it the Q and A to be to be later. So I will just uh remove you from the speakers. So once we done the podcast, then I'll push you back up. All right. All right. All right. Okay, Raf Rafael, your turn. Yeah, now, um, hello everyone. Uh, I'm part of the artist uh, or artistic team in the, in the Beans. Uh, we have uh, another artist working right now on the, the Pilot Academy art. And I'm pretty much doing, which is the, the story about behind the, the whole collection, the characters, uh, the legendary Beans that have been showing up um, uh, being part of our community, if if they prove themselves to be legendary worthy, uh, as Abro, for example, and well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, being working really hard for these uh, three past weeks, and probably keep working the same, uh, like ahead. Let, yeah. let me let me just jump here because because Rafa's incredibly humble. This guy's a beast, right? This guy's an absolute beast, the way he's cranking out this art. And, you know, just to, just to talk a little bit about that, right? We, we started the project around the story of the beings bringing color back to the dot. But it, is, it has evolved so much more than that in the past three weeks. And what Rafa's talking about is we've added new additions to the collection, to the project, in the form of what we call legendary beings, um, and so this started with me becoming a part of the project and Rafa and I started to work together on basically we came up with this concept of like, how do we create a character for myself? 
because I wanted to be a little bit different from, you know, kind of set myself apart from the community. You know, we were going to introduce this role as the space commander who's going to help the beings go through this pilot academy, which is our staking. And and we we fell in love with the process of working together to create this character and how we were going to build it into the story. And since then, we've launched numerous legendary beings. And the reason we're doing that and how we do that is we're, we're looking for legendary members of our community to kind of step up to that level. And, and when you show us, whether it's through good deeds or acts of kindness, you know, we had people that got scammed from other projects and immediately other beings holders jumped up and they're like, dude, you know what? I'm going to buy that being back for you and I'm going to airdrop it to you. Or so another guy got scammed and, you know, it's like, you know what? We can't have you not, not be a part of our community. You've been so awesome. We'd love you having you here. I'm going to give you one of my beings. And we're seeing this unfold in the community and it's completely organic. So we fell in love with that. And we're like, we got to be able to give back to the community in a way where we can kind of hit them with something so powerful and so legendary in itself. And that's where the idea of the legendary beings collection came from. And so, you know, just getting back to Rafa, you know, he's, he's so humble and I love him to death, but man, this guy is an absolute beast because beyond, you know, the game, the staking, the pilot academy, and the story art that we're doing. On top of that, I'm tasking him with, oh, I, I got two more legendaries this week. Here you go. I need you to create this art. And he's like, all right, man, let's do yeah. it. I, I, I'm actually working. I'm actually talking to you right now and working on legendary <laughs> at the moment. Like, I love both things. Bro, from, from the way Abron uh, mentioned it, I know that you are working 24-7, man. And, and and the job of Abron is like, okay, you guys are qualified. Raphael, you get to do the art and that's it. And there's one thing I love about the Web3 space, right? You know, a lot of people, a lot of community members, when they hold a project, they tend to want to do more. And like like even like Kaiju, Kaiju Friends itself, you know, when you want to do more, you either, you know, there's, there's like, the normal members and also like king of friends so king of friends are people who are invested more in the project right so i, I love it how where people you know invested more their time you guys have a special you know airdrop to them uh let them to step up so in in terms you know uh it's different from the web 2 because web 3 community itself can contribute and build on top of it and i think this is really important to make your project even outstanding yeah yeah i think that i think you hit the nail on the head right that's the difference between <laughs> You know, Web2 is, it's it's a very outward facing approach, right? I'm a brand and I'm trying to get you as a customer. So it's, it's very one way, the relationship. And obviously they're catering to you. They're trying to sell to you. They're trying to market to you. And, you know, they're spending a lot of money to do that. When you introduce Web3, Web3 adds this, you know, beyond the trustless environment of blockchain, it adds a very interesting layer of, of community, right? And, and now you find yourself building a brand or building a project with other people. And that's what we've embodied in the beings project and why I fell in love with the team, you know, the artwork, the story and the community, because, you know, we, we, we like to say it, we said in some posts and, you know, in our, our, our medium article that we're, 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 we're drafting right now where, you know, a lot of projects make you roll the dice for, you know, legendary or, you know, epic, you know, or, or super rare NFTs, you know, which should retain a higher value, right? And that's kind of, that's one way to approach it. Um, but we wanted to take a completely different approach, which is, you know, you can earn this, right? And it's not, it's, it's not finite, right? It's not just this one collection. There'll be a series of things that happen throughout this project and, and, and more, right? Like, it's not just going to stop with the Legendary Beings collection. 
but it gives us a way to kind of introduce a new element to the project where, you know, it's not just getting another NFT, right? These community members get to work with Rafa and myself and the team to, you know, design their character, right? Who's this character got to be, right? What's his place in the story, right? And then you get to the fun stuff, which is, you know, his colors and, you know, is he an animal or is he a being, right? Like, you know, who is he in the story? And and that's, we, you know, we put that on the community member to make sure that they help us with that. So they're a part of the process. Um, but then what that does is it creates a super interesting kind of dynamic element in the project itself, because as we introduce these new characters, the story is changing and it's involving them. And so we're writing this as we go. And the community has a place in helping us, you know, define that story, shift the way this is going to react. And it's, it's just, I, I fell in love with the process. Rafa is absolutely crushing it on these new characters. Cause like I said, he's doing so much other things when it comes to, you know, bringing the project, to life to hit him with a, a few extra characters every week. You know, I know it's a lot of work and, and, you know, I've been so impressed by him and the rest of the art team because, you know, we've, we've been hitting it and, and I'm super excited on, on what that means going forward. We're three weeks in, right. What happens three months from now? We've got, you know, 30 more beings out there. What are they bringing to the story? And who are they? Yeah. Right. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. You, you'll be surprised that, um, you know, there's so much talented people who's actually your holders. And, you know, while not everybody, probably now is the bear market, not everybody has the cash or capital to buy an expensive NFT. But instead, they probably have the skill or knowledge or the soft skill to drive forward, you know, a particular thing. So instead of, you know, just, um, oh, I, I want to contribute more, I purchase the higher, you know, the, the legendary ones, I can actually convert it to my to using my time to contribute back to the project, and I think this is the beauty of it. Yeah, it's super. It's su- it adds a whole new element because, like you said, it, it's it's you know we could sit here and define a whole story and stuff, but it's it's something that we want it to be kind of evolving, and it brings a life to not only the story but the community is involved and it's completely organic. So it's just it's it's such a fun like process and and it's again to me you couldn't have done this without web3 <laughs> yeah totally loving it so tell me a little bit more about the pilot academy that's launching next week yeah so uh i don't know if uh, I, I can hand it off to either mike or rafa to kind of go through when that's going to happen i think they've got an announcement on that side but before we get into that um so the pilot academy is a very in, uh, important part of our story um, and what that means is, you know, you've got these beings on the dot and their whole purpose is to bring color back to a, what was at first their own planet. Um, but then they got introduced by this alien who witnessed kind of the dot becoming colored again, you know, blast of color. So that attracts him to the planet and, and we call him Bibu. That's his name, Bibu. Um, so he's an alien visitor and his, he was on this exploration mission to, you know, find new positive life forms and ultimately he's got his own storyline that's evolving um but he's been working with the beings to get them ready and that's where my character comes in um to explore the galaxy and and essentially bring color back to the you know what started out as their world but now is everything and um in that process we have to train the beings right so that's where my role comes in and i'm the space commander um you can see in my pfp you know we we, we made a little ape guy and and you know his his role in the story is i'm going to train the beings in this pilot academy which is 
our version of staking. Um, and essentially, once they graduate from the pilot academy, um, they'll get a, a spaceship, which allows them to explore the galaxy and, and do missions and earn, you know, in the pilot academy, you'll earn ranks. You'll have activity, you know, kind of like a little point system. It's not going to be like a coin or anything. Um, it's pretty simple, very elegant. Um, but when you graduate the pilot academy, you get a master key. And the master key unlocks the next chapter of the story, right? Where your being now becomes a pilot and gets a spaceship. Um, but we wanted to do something really special for that, for that as well, uh, where the master key, yeah, you'll get an NFT that'll be, you know, dropped in your wallet once you complete the staking. Um, but then we're going to take it one step further where we're actually going to 3D print and make these physical master keys for every single being's holder, which you'll be able to redeem. And... Then there'll be some other interesting elements that we're going to try to build into the project as next phases. You know, that master key, the physical master key will be fully authenticatable. Um, so, you know, perhaps we'll have an app or something down the road that allows you to unlock certain things throughout the game or certain, you know, aspects of the project because you physically have your master key in hand. Um, so we're looking to integrate more, but it starts with the Pilot Academy. Um, and and, and like, like I said, that's our staking uh, so I'll hand it off to either Mike or Rafa if you guys want to go into that a little bit more, and then maybe we can announce when that'll actually be live. Yeah, sir. Um, yeah, I couldn't say it better in uh, the way that you, you just said it. Um, Pilot Academy is our form of staking. We just wanted to do something different that could fit uh, our storyline, our storytelling, and the Pilot Academy uh, was just a perfect fit. Um, after two weeks of hard work with the developers, um, we can announce now that the Palace Academy is going to be live and working on Saturday, okay? So it's going to be uh, this upcoming Saturday, which is the 13th. And now people are going to be able to put their, their beans into the, the Palace Academy, get them training, and finally get to have their own master key, which is um, the, 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 the results of the rewards after the hard training that they're going to be at. And yeah, it's going to be basically that they're going to be able to start training their beings on Saturday. Cool, cool. So for for this um, staking, um, like just now I heard you say that, you know, uh, you can unlock the master key. So is it because, uh, you know, you get a token and you convert to the master key or is it something that um, everybody must stick in order to get the master key? No, right. so uh, Rafa, I mean, yeah, the whole idea is that you train your beings to reach certain level, let's say 100, and once you get that level, you receive a master key because you graduate from the academy, and then you will be able to participate in, in different missions with your, with your ship, and we have different, uh, it's, it's pretty much a game, and we have different... Uh, maps let's say and when, and when you do different kind of missions related to the um, to the story of the collection and the whole thing is that we are going to create like like rankings in which people will compete and the top ranks are going to get rewards unique rewards we also will have marketplace that you can exchange our coin which is not a token it's just a coin that it's usable inside our web and they will be able to redeem those or change those coins for for that's goodies. But I'm I'm not going to reveal what it is. But <laughs> it's going to be interesting stuff. 
Yep, yep. I, I I love it because you know one thing that uh caught my whole attention uh is the colors. So if you notice, like uh even my even for Pukas logo, we are using like rainbow colors. Uh, if you look at you know my previous collections or my the, my own personal project or even Kaiju Friends, it's all about you know like these uh wonderful colors or like this um just rainbow colors and stuff so one thing i really vibe with your project is because you know both of our color tone definitely is uh be similar so definitely i know that you know we are we both love it i love it man it's it's something that i think the space needs a lot more of unfortunately um you know with all of the different you know we've got so many bad actors in the space um it it really you kind of hear about that more than you know the good actors, right? The good people in the space. And, and, you know, I wish, you know, obviously with the space maturing and with better products coming out, you know, more security consciousness, you know, I think that, that, that problem will eventually solve itself. But unfortunately, because we're all so early in the process here, you know, it's the type of thing that we have to, you know, we have to deal with, right. It's, it's a part of the space right now and it's pretty prevalent in the space. You know, there's a lot of, you know, really, really creative scams out there, unfortunately, um, but that's, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? You know, being inclusive, you know, being collaborative and ultimately caring about other people in the space, I think is what's going to take it so much further than where we are today. And web three is, is, is the perfect environment for, for that to happen, right? You're involving your community, you're building great teams, you know, when done right. And with the right project, you know, everything is transparent. And, you know, it's it's all on chain. So, you know, you have this trustless system where, you know, yeah, there's people that will inevitably want to take advantage of that. But, you know, again, that's that's unfortunately the part of every early, you know, process of any technology. Right. Look at banks. You know, if, if back in the 1920s, if you if you can rob a bank and make it to the state line, you were free. Right? Like you, you did it. You know, now you try to rob a bank, you can't even make it to the door. So it's, you know, it's inevitable that, you know, the space will solve these problems. And, and ultimately, you know, new products will come in, better security will come in, um, which I'm excited about, because I know that's a big problem in the space. And we're, we're very security conscious. So any project that we partner with, you know, any, any, you know, anything we do in, in forms of a collab, uh, you know, we'll kind of do like a, a somewhat of a security audit with that project just to make sure we're not recommending or promoting anything malicious. Um, and I think to your point, you know, having the positive message of bringing colors and and, you know, being inclusive and, and, and accepting everybody for who they are, uh, I think will help usher in, you know, more care and, and community around, you know, how do we protect our space more and, and work together as, as the better side or the good side of the space? Yeah, and, and, it, and it's really awesome to work with the people in the community. I mean, I feel it's really selfish to just throw, uh, like, a product to the people. And, that I mean, we try to work with them, you know, like, we listen to them. Most of the time they say stuff and we are like, all right, you're right, and we do it. And art-wise, I'm, I'm working or talking to them and... and we're building this together. I mean, it, this is not like this is our project only and, and we do what we want. And we, 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 we listen to our people, let's say, in the community and, and try to, to build this together. And, and I, found, I, I think that, that it's amazing about this whole Web3 uh, space, let's say. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with you. Like you, we we watchers. I I've been in the space since uh like almost a year and a half. I've seen how meta changes from just being a PFP 
through, you know, you have to be a PFP pair with utility, and then now we are in the free min meta. But one thing, if you guys notice, that doesn't change is no matter how good the project is, the community has to be the backing, right? So no matter how, what meta has changed, um, how the space has evolved, one thing that um, every project needs is a strong community. Without the community, without being a community-driven kind of project, it just lose out, you know, lose out in the space whereby hundreds of projects are coming up today. Like even if we were to say in in our Discord, there's so many groups, but usually we only go to that you know three to five groups that we wipe always. So I think that you know it's always back to the key. It's I only go back to the community that I wipe with, and no matter how long, uh, if you know things are keep progressing, uh, there's constant update, there's constant new things coming on, then it will keep it going. And I think it's like a snowball effect whereby you are able to build like such a following. Like even look look at your um, Twitter page, it's even bigger than than our our projects, right? So that snowball effect keep on going. I think that is the real key in building a great project. Yeah, I just, I, I, just, I just want to add to that. Um, yeah, we are in a bear market, but it doesn't mean that we are going to stop working. Uh, communities um, are built through bear markets because that's the hardest time to create a project. Like funds are, are, are short and um, a lot of people leave the space because they don't get um, um, profits. But I believe this is the moment to build because the true people, the true community that that are with the project, that are behind the project, are, are here. And our community is solid. Um, our people are there all day contributing and putting suggestions so we can create the, the best project um, for them and for the space. I just feel that we are in, in, the, right, in the right path and on track because we are building in this time. And that's a, the most important thing. When the bull market comes, then... Um, we have an infrastructure ready to go because we worked to, throughout the, the bear market. Um, I'm, I'm just happy we, we have done uh, so far. Yeah, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, that's a great kind of segue because I, you know, bear markets are a very interesting environment, right? And, you know, I think we're kind of coming, you're seeing a swing right now. You know, ETH is kind of back up, you know, Bitcoin's kind of going in the right direction. You've got the ETH, you know, merge coming up. You know, I think you're, you're starting to see a really positive amount of volume come into the space. Um, obviously, this next month, I think, will be the real tell for us. Uh, but, you know, bear markets are important because, you know, I know there's a lot of, like, you know, homage and sayings around like bear markets like bear markets make people rich and whatnot and, and that's kind of the the easy way to say it but the reason that happens is because when projects can make it in a bear market or projects have the ability or the audacity really to be you know that creative you know it, it presents something different right where anybody can have an instant you know this overhyped and blowout project in, in a bull market because there's just so much money flying around that's that's pretty easy to do the question is can it sustain right and and with bear markets, it, it really presents an opportunity to be more creative, um, you know, build something into your project that really becomes the foundation for the future and kind of like a, a more of a, a longer term vision, which I think is, is really important for projects these days, especially if you want to build a brand in the space. Um, so, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but, you know, I'm, I'm seeing all the right signs that, that, that point to, you know, the next bull run is, is somewhere around the corner here. And for that, I'm really excited about it because, 
you know, beyond just, you know, the profits that everybody stands to make, which is really awesome for the space. You know, I, I love seeing people make money and brings a lot of positivity and happiness. Um, you know, it's, it's a type of thing that, you know, brings new people into the space and, you know, the volume really starts to show that when you see that bear market swing into the bull market with new volume, new money, you know, new people exploring the space and it's projects like, you know, Kaiju Friends, Beans and some of the other great projects out there that allow some of those newcomers to come in with more of a positive vibe and not so much a rug pull. Right. And, and that's what we want because, you know, the last thing I, I hate to see and it, it really you know bothers me because I just I hate seeing people have such a bad reaction or a negative first time in the space. And, you know, it's so easy to get fooled by these projects because they're you know, they all look so cool. And then next thing you know, something's a rug or you don't even know what happened. And your wallet's cleared out. And it's just, you know, it's very unfortunate. So I think kind of gets back to that maturity and, and ultimately, you know, these bear markets into bull market swings that, that are inevitably going to happen every so many cycles. Um, that's what that's what promotes maturity in the space, right? It allows us to analyze what's going on and how can we take the space further without, you know, affecting people negatively. So it's, it's, it's a really good thing to see and, and I'm happy we're kind of there. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, during the, like the bull market, I think I've involved in like getting rug pulled in many projects compared to the current state right now. Like even, mm-hmm. even right now, you know, um, pe- projects that ought to plan to make a rug, they do, wouldn't want to spend so much because, you know, projects are minting out or you have to switch it to the free mint um, meta. So I think, you know, this kind of like thinning out the hurt uh, in terms of maturity in the space and also, you know, new people's coming in, um, the exposure of being in a rug will be lessened. And I think that's how we build positive vibes into the space right now. And when the bull comes in, you know, then people will start to reap the benefit. Uh, like like what you say, right? Um, if in bear markets, it's actually created a creative opportunity. Uh, if you're able to build a community during the bear market, then in the bull market, they definitely stick to you, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's again, it, it's, it's all pointing to, you know, positive signs of, of the, the space maturing and, you know, a lot of people, it's so funny with NFTs. I've been in NFTs for almost two years now. And, you know, I love the space. I've, I've watched it evolve and it's going to continue to evolve. And, you know, it's it's funny because people forget kind of the humble beginnings, right? Like everyone assumes like people judge by floor price or a sellout. If your project didn't sell out, it's a rug, right? And it's like, <laughs> ah, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm in other projects where they sold, you know, 300 of, of 2000 and the project teams did such a great job with, you know, building it you're seeing these sales come in every single day and they'll get there right it's this wasn't a cash grab for them they weren't trying to just make a million dollars overnight and buy a lambo like everyone thinks right like it's 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 kind of silly but like i feel like that's you know it's foolish to think that way right and and i try to help people remember that you know board apes didn't sell out and it took almost i think it's like a month or so for them to sell out right so it's like you know, the humble beginnings of the space, the judgment wasn't there, right? You didn't have this instant super mega hyped project selling out in five minutes, gas wars, right? That became a part of the space late last year. But when you look at like CryptoPunks, Bored Apes, and some of these super early projects that had this mega wealth and IP today, right? These things earned it over, you know, the course of a year and, and great projects, great communities backing them. So, um, you know, just everybody needs to kind of take a step back and think about that sometimes because people come in, even in our project, you know, people come in, they're like, you know, 
what's the floor price at? You know, and then they, they, but it hasn't doubled in two days. And it's like, dude, it's not, I don't want it to double in two days because if it doubles that fast, well, it could also cut in half or even worse, right? Like, I mean, you don't want these volatile swings back and forth. You want steady growth. And the metric that I look at most in an early project is really um, kind of supply and demand. You know, you want to weigh out supply and demand. Are, are, are the NFTs being purchased? You know, are people new coming into the project? And we see sales every single day, right? And, and you know, our holders are absolutely great. And, you know, we understand people have liquidity issues and bills to pay. And that's, that's reasonable, right? That's fine. But, you know, I, I just, I wish more people would give projects a little bit more of a fair chance and, and, and not so much judge them on, you know, their book cover, so to speak, like, like, it would, like it would a book, right? Like, it's not just about the floor price. It's about the community. It's about the project, the team, the story, the brand that they're building. Um, so, you know, as the space matures, I think hopefully that sets in a little bit further. Yeah, it's, it's always like, you know, purchasing a product. If, if you just love it, you purchase it. And when, you may, for example, if you don't use it anymore, you wanted to sell it in the secondary market, the price definitely goes down, for example, but you still, you sell it anyways, right? So I think in, in one clear side is that, you know, um, whether the price is up or down, if you like the community, you you engage with the community, you have you always, you know, spend time learning new things in the community, then I think that is already valuable by that sense, you know. So let's just talk about, you know, I think you guys are also doing your in real life physicals and collectibles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when are are you guys launching anytime soon? Yeah, so we've got a lot of really interesting things when it comes to physical collectibles. Um, we've started to kind of develop this new term that I think you're going to start to see grow in the space, which I'm very excited about, um, which I've been calling it a full stack collectibles. Um, and what that means is, you know, how do we connect digital assets to physical assets? And through these projects and through these brands and through this space, I believe there's a there's a tremendous opportunity to do that, do it very well. Um, again, with a Web2 brand, it's very um, one way, right? It's very one way facing in the form of they are spending tons of advertising dollars and marketing to get customers to spend money with them. Um, what I believe Web3 does differently is how do we how do we create a better platform to create a project or a brand or a community around these things where it's guided around, say, an ethos um, it could be a brand. It could be an artist. Um, it could be, you know, a person that's just trying to make their own comic book, right? It could be any form of creative art. And that's what I think it lends itself to the space very well. So the way that we're doing that with these physical items is um, I own a company. Uh, I own one of the faster, you know, growing 3D printing companies here in the U.S. And we've been developing a technology that allows us to embed a digital signature um, into physical items. And we do that by integrating it into the materials or to the parts themselves. Um, we're using 3D printing because it's, it's a much easier process to do that, to onboard our particles and, and ultimately get our, our digital signature into the actual elements because it's a digital manufacturing process. Um, we've been successful in using it with traditional methods. Traditional methods typically have a higher cost to barrier. Um, uh, it's just you know, tooling machine shops, you know, they all have certain minimums. It, it, it gets into the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars very quickly. So it's just very costly. Um, so we look at that as just a very high barrier to entry. Um, whereas with 3D printing, you know, you can come up with a file, you know, you could put your creative art, you know, and skills to work um, and get to that physical item very quickly, you know, in a matter of sometimes hours. Um, so 
the way that we're utilizing this technology is by integrating it into our story and integrating it into our physical um, uh, redemption, redemption items that each of our holders will be able to uh, gain along the way. Uh, so we have a couple of them that we've announced, uh, which I'm very proud to talk about. Uh, the first one, which we already said, the master key. Um, so once you graduate from the Pilot Academy, complete your staking, earn your ranks along the way, which will have other perks, um, every being will get a pilot, um, uh, become a pilot and get that master key. Um, and then later down the road, uh, we're prototyping the key now. And if you follow in our community, in our Discord, I've set up a channel where you can follow the entire progression of the manufacturing process. Um, and we're testing different materials. You know, we're trying to make the key look as, as lifelike to the 2D art that Rafa has done so well with the team. Um, so it's not just going to be some muted color, all gray or black you know, prototype looking key, we want it to look exactly like what you see in the artwork. Um, and so you, when you redeem that key, uh, and, and we'll have a very secure process because we understand privacy and we want to make sure everybody retains that level of privacy. Um, you know, if you trust us enough to say, hey, cool, cool here's my address. I want to get one of these shipped to me. Uh, you'll be able to physically redeem that key and hold it as not only a collectible, uh, but we want to include that in the evolution of the story. Right. Well, as I said, that key could be um, authenticated with an app because of the particle technology that will be embedded. Um, and it allows us to connect that key to our smart contract and game and or some evolution along the way in the story to say it can unlock physically unlock new elements or new characters or new ships. Right. And, and that's really interesting because what it does is it creates a whole new experience. Beyond just having an NFT in your wallet, which is easy to gate, you know, taking it to a physical item, well, now that adds a new element where it almost adds a level of responsibility. I have to protect this key because this physical key, you know, has to connect to an app that allows me to play a game or allows me to earn something. And, you know, that's that's powerful, right? We're doing it fun with this creative project, but what that means for the space and how you can you know, expand upon that is to me very, very exciting as, as somebody who's in manufacturing and, and, and looking to connect digital to physical items. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you because um, currently now, I think verification of the NFT is a really big thing. Um, just like last month ago, um, I just let you know that Kaiju Friends, you know, actually we, we launched a bar in Singapore. And well, one of the you know benefits or perks we want to give to our holders is like for example, if you have a kaiju friends and you can get for example ten percent off uh for the whole night, right? But the only problem that we have is like how do we actually verify your NFT? Do we like you know one by one asking you to open your your MetaMask wallet and show it showing it to us? In in these days, right, it doesn't feel so secure showing people yep. in the past or in the public, right? So I think the next thing in the space that we can do, and it's big, right, is verification. So with yep. what you're telling me right now, the only thing that I can think about is this actually solve like how we verify people as our holders in the real world, and this yep. thing can be big. So for example, like you know, if everybody who is in Singapore that holds the kaiju friends, we can actually give them like this small piece of verification code whereby when they go there, they just can flash it and instantly we know like, hey guys, they are a holder. And yeah. then this solves the verification part and it's very it's, it's, it's going to be a big thing whereby, you know, um, now we're seeing a lot of Web3 wanting to go to Web2, bridging over, creating value with like brick and mortar business. 
And yep. so I, I think this is really a brilliant idea. Who came up with this idea, man? Uh, so I've been working on this with my team for a couple years now. Um, and and like I said, we've targeted 3D printing because I grew up in manufacturing. So I grew up in factories, injection molding, machine shops. Uh, so I've had the luxury of, of being around manufacturing technologies my whole life. Um, I'm 39. Um, I broke away from the family business about, you know, let's say, about 10 years ago now. Um, and I wanted to kind of pave my own path, right? You know, my father taught me a lot. I learned a ton from all these really just I, I mean, engineers that were literally using drafting paper and pencil to figure out problems before computers existed, right? Like these guys go back 80 years doing their you know, life's work in engineering. So I, I learned from some of these guys. And to me, when I watched 3D printing kind of start to really come into the equation in the manufacturing sense, um, it was obvious. It was just like, holy shit, this is crazy. Like this is going so much further than what I think these old guys understand from a manufacturing perspective. Like I saw, you know, blockchain evolving, you know, you're kind of seeing these things run parallel tracks. And to me, it was just like, these things got to be connected, right? You got blockchain over here, then the introduction of ETH and smart contracts, then, you know, 3D printing is is becoming cheaper and cheaper. Machines are getting better and better. So the quality of parts, you know, you've got that kind of swing, you know, where eventually the quality is going to be so exceptional that it'll compare with injection molding. And to me, you know, this goes back to like 2015. And I'm thinking like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen in the next five to 10 years. And I feel like I need to be a part of this. So I started to, I started there trying to just challenge myself to build a business around 3D printing and how to do it in a production sense where I can offer companies, you know, thousands of parts, hundreds of thousands of parts on demand instead of the traditional method. Um, and I did that very well. Um, so that put me in a really good position to start working with these companies um, to try to think about, because we started to solve a lot of these challenges and it's like, well, how do we trace these parts? As these parts were coming off machines, you know, then new challenges started to set in where it was like, well, which machine did this part come off of? Because I'm seeing an issue or I'm seeing a problem. And I want to, I want to be able to go back to that machine and troubleshoot it and see if there's any issues there. Um, so we had all these complicated ways of, of, of tracing 3d parts back to machines that were printing them. And to me, it was like, no, this is stupid. Like if I mix up the paperwork, which we did, of course, because it's human error. I was like, I, I just lost traceability. I, I, I can't connect this. I don't know if this part goes from this machine anymore. Like, and, and if I can't connect them, I, I can't tell the customer anything with confidence. So it, it was very clear to me that there needed to be a solution that connects digital to physical items, especially through that manufacturing process. Um, so I started to develop that uh, with my team and it just kind of like kept going. And I, I didn't even know what we were developing at the time. Um, and since then, you know, we, we've built an entire brand, uh, which we call smart parts um, around that technology. Um, and, you know, it's fully protected with tons of IP. Uh, the U.S. Treasury uses our technology to put into all of the bill notes and do all the anti-counterfeiting on, on the U.S. currency. Uh, so you can strip the ink off of a $20 bill and still scan it and get the serial number. Um, you know, sh brands like Chanel. Uh, are using our technology to embed in their bags so you can bring one of their bags into the retail store and they've got a scanner that they could actually scan the bag itself um, because they can no longer trust because the, the counterfeits are so great like they're so good so it's like you can't even trust the bag itself anymore they need to be able to connect to it digitally um so we, we started early in the traditional kind of more legacy manufacturing brands um 
But what that did was it helped me develop the technology over the past, say, six or seven years um, to get it to the point where now we can embed it into a 3D printed part. We could put it in the side of a 3D printer. Um, so that to me was like the big eye opener as you kind of get to this NFT space where it was like, these things need to be connected. And, you know, Ledger did that really, really well. You know, Ledger allowed you to say, okay, cool, I want to take my wallet and physically hold it in my hand and secure it in a way that, you know, nobody can just go and take my shit. So I looked at Ledger as an opportunity because it was like, well, how do we take that one step further? And like you just mentioned with, which Ka with Kaiju Friends, right? Imagine if I just had an item in my hand and that allowed me to connect to a smart contract, not even connecting my wallet, right? And my wallet is on file someplace else and an airdrop happens where this physical item allows me to, to, to tunnel into the smart contract, authenticate myself without signing a contract on my wallet, which prevents rugs and all this other stuff. And then it's just an airdrop. So it's a very one-way transaction, but it's driven by this physical element, no longer a connection by my wallet. So that's where I started to get excited because... It, it to me is so obvious that this is the way things have to go. And like I said before, it changes the whole dynamic. It changes the whole experience, you know, so we're doing it with our project, but what, what that means for the space is just so much more than one project. Right. And, and ultimately how do we do this just to expand and mature the space in such a really interesting way and provide a whole new experience when it comes to smart, you know, smart contracts and NFTs. Yeah. I mean, just just thinking about you know real world applications in using the technology is already big itself and like what you said right nowadays um, when you put two bags side by side for example a chanel bag the counterfeit is so good that we don't even know which is original and which is not so you know in in the watches industry even counterfeit items sometimes is even the quality is even better than the original one so i i think you know this this kind of mentality or this kind of technology definitely can you are able to disrupt the space and it's really good you know coming from a project like like yours like i mean one, one thing i love about beings is like you know even though you guys are like freeman project it's all about the community you guys are building like you know giving out legendary buildings beings launching your pilot academy and now through through all this doing verification i think you know you guys have a lot in your pipeline yeah and and i mean we're three weeks in <laughs> that's crazy like oh like we didn't we didn't start like you know i didn't know these guys six months ago and this was built into the roadmap right like we are we are literally putting all this together at like light speed and executing on every point it's like we come up with something and literally the next week we're launching it or next week we're announcing it and then the developers are building it and then we're launching it the following week. So it's like, you know, three weeks in, we're still just getting started. You know, the staking in the Pilot Academy is, is a big milestone for us because, you know, beyond the technical hurdles and, and you know, getting the developers caught up to speed and, and Rafa with the art and everything, you know, that sets the stage for the next kind of uh, phase in the roadmap. So I think... The Pilot Academy is very important to get that out, you know, you know, allow people to start to earn those ranks, you know, stake and, and, and get that pilot status, which gets them that master key. But really, it's what happens next, right? And it's what that master key, you both, you know, figuratively and physically actually unlocks, right? And I think that's, that's really cool because I, 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 we have to remind ourselves that we're three weeks in. And, you know, I know there's a lot of impatient people out there. You know, NFTs move so fast, you know, 
five minutes feels like five days, right? So <laughs> it's very hard on some people, but, you know, patience is key. And, you know, what I like to remind everybody is we're building something truly unique and I think revolutionary. And you're not going to do that overnight. And you don't want to because, you know, at the end of the day, we want to do this with a sense of security. We don't want to rush anything and put anything out that hasn't been tested um, or load tested or just from a security perspective been audited. You know, last thing we want to do is put anybody in our community or any new members coming into the space at risk just because we want to rush something. Right. We wouldn't be doing our jobs if 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 we did that. And, you know, I know the team holds that very highly in, in, in their regard and in, in how we build these things and how there's a lot of development and technology going on behind the scenes. Um, and we want to make sure that's all built right. Um, but for, for, for what we're doing and only three weeks in after Mint, I mean, it's, it's, it's astounding to watch the developers, Rafa and the art team, Mike and the partnerships working with Secular. You know, I mean, like, it's incredible. These guys have built something so special, and I'm so proud to be a part of it. I know I've become kind of the voice, the face of the community, just because I love everything about the project, and I've, I've, I've fallen in love with the team. I keep joking with Rafa that I'm going to move into his closet um, just because I love the guy so damn much. It, uh, it's true. It's true. That's true. <laughs> so, bro, bro, so that you can ask him to draw, you know, legendary characters every day, bro. Every I'm day. actually, he's actually doing it. I mean, I, I'm doing right now. I mean, w- w- you guys are talking, I'm listening, and I'm working on one. And probably, like, in the next week, something happened, and another person stand up, and it's like a new legendary, and that's it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a moving it's all the time. Oh, be, be ready, man. I got three more lined up for you. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm I know. You told me already. Every There's day. A, <laughs> come in, come all, to all beings listening, Abro has a list. I mean, he showed me that, and he's he's <sighs> noting stuff. So just pay attention to what you say on the chat. <laughs> yeah. But but bro, great. Uh, honestly, what do you think? You know, the that one thing that makes your committee stands out, or the one thing that people vibe so much with beings. Honestly. I have to say it's the community itself. Like we, we built something special, right? But they, they are helping make it even more special because the vibe, the, the people, you know, I, I, I can, I can broadcast the message. Right. And I know I'm a passionate, very, you know, I've got tons of energy and, and, you know, I, I love, I love the project. I love the team. And I'm, I'm, you know, gung ho ahead. Right. I call myself a fire hose, but you know, it's it's the community that makes me so excited because they love just as much as I love what we're doing here. And the vibe, you know, I've seen it. You know, I'm watching the community as much as I can. I've got a day, you know, I've got a, a business to run. I've got a family, but I'm on my phone constantly. Trust me, my wife loves it, let me tell you. Um, but I try to be on Discord as much as I can. And I tell everybody, you know, ping me whenever you need me, right? I'm there. And I I see it, right? The community is such a powerful element in this project, you go into other projects and you try to get help and immediately people are jumping on you. The toxicity is through the roof. They're calling your names. They're cursing at you. And you don't even know what happened, right? You're like, dude, I just came in to ask a question. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings or something, right? Like, I just wanted, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. It's like, dude, I just wanted to know what the mid-date was. Like, I didn't know that was fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like crazy, but like, it's it's kind of sad to watch because like I feel like community is is such an important part of these projects and the and the, and the evolution of these projects right these teams are working 
so hard behind the scenes to do this for the community. And if you don't appreciate that, then like, I, I, I just don't even know what to say because like they're doing this for you. Right. And then you have this level of toxicity in their community or in their discords or in their socials. And it's like, it's just unfortunate. Right. And I know some people out there, you know, they might have a bad taste or, or whatever, but you know, the yeah. web three space unfortunately gives them a platform to, to, to spread that negative vibe kind of really, really well. Um, but we don't have that. And, and yeah, you know, we've got some people every now and then they'll, you know, whether it's a bot or something, come in and try to stir the pot. But, you know, before I can even jump in, you know, the community is like, nah, man, like we don't, we don't have that here. Right. Like, and they stand up for the, for the vibe that we've protected and, and honestly have fallen in love with so much. So, you know, getting back to your question, I think the community is, is really what kind of drives some of the, you know, secret sauce, right? What makes yeah. it so special? Yeah. I, I think I I can see, you know, um, basically, like what I said, you know, in, in a project, the strongest utility is actually the community. And like, back to back to my project, for example, uh, Kaiju Friends, right? So we, we have a system whereby, you know, every every two to three days, we, we have a raffle giveaway. So I think, you know, things like this, having constant activity, uh, constant something that people look forward to is able to drive something forward. Like for, yeah. for for example, you know, um, if just a little background on Kaiju Friends, we 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 use fifty percent of the fund to purchase the Kaiju King Genesis, and through the Genesis, we are able to generate our ways, which basically, you know, we can um give the our ways to our community for them to uh mean a, a Kaiju Kaiju King baby. So the back when you know two three months ago when it was the bull market, one king is basically one if. Right, so just imagine, like you know, um, every three four days we are able to give one if to the community, and it's like constantly giving, right? Because um, up to now, you know, the baby is only like I think fifty percent minted. So this ongoing process, or you know, things giving back to the community, is able to generate even more interest, and people be like, hey, why not I just try my luck, purchase one uh, kaiju friends, and I'm able to get the raffle and and join in for you know, kaiju kings. Uh, baby raffle so i think yeah. you know, in, in terms of um, driving um, building up community it's always this constant activity or something that people look forward to and if you can deliver this in a timely manner then i think your projects definitely the hype wouldn't die down and you know you can keep bringing new people in and the old people will stay because they love it and new people coming in to join join the you know the committee because they are loving what you guys are already doing yeah, and I believe that because uh, one of the things that is that you guys deliver and that's what we want to do with Beans. Uh, we don't want to promise something that we cannot deliver. That's why we have taken our time to create the Pilot Academy, um, all the features inside it, uh, all the things that we are developing um, with the game. A lot of the partnership that we are building, we're taking our time because we want to deliver a, a high quality uh, feature for our community and back to your point that's the whole thing behind it the community because they are the ones that are deciding the the, um, the route that the, the project is taking um, so yeah it's just the, the, the projects have to be community driven because at the end of the day those are the ones that are backing you up those are the ones that are constantly there working with you and creating yeah. new ideas for your project yeah, and, and we listen to that, right? That's very important, right? We've, we've you know, we've put out, uh, we actually had a really interesting town hall vote uh, just about a week ago 
uh, where, you know, we presented the community um, and that's something that's, that's actually a great segue. Um, so real quick, we have a group within our community called the decoders and the, the, it, it started out as a kind of self-organized group within the community before we even had the decoders role. Bro, bro, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Is this the one that I see uh, in the chat whereby you guys are speaking like some critic language? Dude, totally, totally. That's what I was just gonna get into. Oh, so so, so, so I, I don't build... even know what you guys are talking about, man. It's it's crazy. So like, it, 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 it's so funny because like this all started organically, right? And you know, when when Rafa start put out the first story art um, in the project, there were these like his alien language kind of built into the background. But in his in his kind of approach, just because it was like super super early and none of this had evolved yet, it was it was kind of just there as like an art form. It was there not so much as a something to decipher or something to decode. It was just a part of the story and the fact that this alien being came down from the sky and was trying to help the being spread this color and the positive vibe. And he spoke a different language and his name's Bibu. Uh, so some people call it Bibu, some people call it Bubarian, right? Like it kind of like became its own thing. And like the first few days of the launch after Mint, People started to look at those 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 alien languages and kind of hieroglyphics built into the story art, and they, they took it upon themselves to try to decode this. Like this message means something, and you know they went to the website, they found some Easter eggs in the website, they went back to the storyline, and we're watching all of this happen. You know, a couple I think it was really a small group in the beginning, probably about five to ten of our members. They set up a VC chat themselves. We didn't organize anything. We didn't even know this was happening. Someone pinged me and was like, Hey, you gotta go to the VC chat and look at what these guys are doing. And we're like, What? What's going on? And like so we go in there and we're like, What is going on in here? And these guys are like <laughs> literally Yeah, and they code they asked for the voice channel. We were like, I, I remember Kuno telling you, like, can you please give us a voice channel so we can talk it because typing is really difficult. I mean, they they asked for it. We we didn't like pretend it to be like that. Yeah, it was wild. And so <laughs> we're like, what? Like, so Rafa and I put our heads together. We're like, dude, we got to tap into this. This is something special here, right? Like, <laughs> so so Rafa took that language and started to build it more and every single piece of the story now the artwork has more and more of it in there and what we started to do was use that as a mechanism to kind of put in you know a little bit more information which is like kind of in the form of some alpha that either leads you you know back in the backstory like it leads you kind of into the history side so you can go backwards and say hey we, what happened here are these ancient beings or these guys from b b before that we don't even know about much yet like they're trying to send you a message or the alien is trying to talk to you and then you know you've got my character that's trying to help them so like it really started to become this like constantly evolving part of the story using these easter eggs so we wanted to embrace that So what we did was we created the decoders role that allow us to say, like, if you become a part of this, like, self-organized group, right, we will notice that and we will monitor these VC chats and watch you guys decoding these messages. And in those messages, you'll find all sorts of interesting, you know, bits and pieces about the story, both, both forward and, and backwards in the timeline. And... You know, you'll get some alpha, you'll get some kind of, you know, secret opportunities, um, you know, maybe an advantage position. Um, but ultimately, if you become that kind of group, a part of that group and have a breakthrough or, 
you know, show us that you helped decode a message, we'll give you the decoder's role, um, which we thought was really cool. And so we started to put our heads together even further about how do we make that special, really, really special. And getting back to the concept of the master key and the physical redeemable portion of that, we were like, well, what if we did something as a redeemable for just the decoders, right? Where that role, that group, right? And right now it's probably only about 55 or so uh, community members out of the whole collection, which is over 5,000 beings, um, over 5,600 beings to be exact. Um, and so it's a very small group in the community. So it's very valuable. And so we're going to lock that down. We already had it locked down actually at 50. And then we kind of reopened it back up because as we started to roll out more and more, um, you know, messages and, and, and art and, this, and, and things to decode, a couple guys came in with some mega breakthroughs like last week. And I was just like, all right, we got to open this back up because there's clearly more people yeah, in the community that, that deserve that this was role. Supposed to last, that was supposed to last like two days or something like that. And some brainiac yeah. came and deciphered in like one day. And it was like, for real? <laughs> Yeah. So, so Rafa's so, uh, over here trying to give legendary beings. So no, see that's, <laughs> that's so we we wanted to make it interesting, right? And and to Rafa's point, you know, Rafa's trying to give himself more time to work on other things. So he's <laughs> making these messages super super hard, right? Like he's trying to make he's using Morse code that defines a key, which unlocks the binary code, which tells you over to the Huntendorf cipher over here, and then a Caesar cipher over there. Right? He's stringing together all these messages, and these guys came in and figured it out in a matter of hours, where he thought he was buying himself two days of of, of art time. <laughs> so so. We knew that this was so special and essentially we didn't want it to just mean you were going to get legendary, right? Because you still got to be legendary, right? That, that role and that part of the collection is very, very special to us. So you got to be a legendary member of, of the beings community to get that. But we did want to do something special for our decoders. So we started to put our heads together and said, well, what does a decoder need, right? A decoder needs his tools, right? Because I'm a guy in manufacturing. The first thing I like to use is my tools. I need the right tool for the job. And so we started to play with that. We're like, oh, you know, maybe it's like a ruler or maybe that's like a, you know, a pen of some sort. And we're like, nah, nah, that's not cool enough. Right. So then we kind of joked about it one night and I was like, you know, what about a, like a decoder ring or a decoder pen? And Rafa and I just went nuts. We were like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> like that, that's it. We need to give these guys a decoder ring. Right, which goes back into like comic book, like, you know, Green Lantern kind of, you know, Marvel kind of DC world. Yeah. Um, it gets into like all sorts of pop culture references with like, you know, the Christmas story and the decoder pin that gives them the word Ovaltine. You know? <laughs> so like we were like, that's it, man. That's what we got to do. So we designed a custom um, decoder ring that we are also going to 3D print. And only the decoders, and, and that's where I said before, it's a great segue because that's another announcement that I'd like to make, um, which is we're going to be doing wallet collections starting later this week. Um, we're going to lock down the decoders role. Uh, so that's going to be something that's set. We're not going to open it back up. Um, I'm not going to say the number in which we're capping it at, but we're very close to it. And essentially, there only be a few more of those roles given out. So it's going to be super selective. Um, but if you show that you, you deserve that beyond just getting another NFT, right, which is a very becoming a very important growth metric in our project, um, 
you're going to get that physical decoder ring, which is going to be super, super cool. It's real working. So it's something that you can wear, you know, so you can wear it around your neck on a chain. You can wear it on your finger. Um, and essentially it'll be a real working decoder ring with a spinning dial that decodes the Bibu language, which will be etched in the top of it. Um, and again, you know, that's my way of, of just appreciating the community and bringing these things to life. And, you know, I just happen to have the resources and the manufacturing capabilities to be able to offer something so unique um, and, and, and so cool to the project. So we're super, super excited about that. Yeah, love it. So, you know, what, what uh, just I think just a couple of days ago, I was talking to someone about, you know, the evolving roadmap. So I, I was talking about, you know, how projects, uh, e- even though they already have a roadmap, but an evolving roadmap means that, you know, sometimes something came, come upon and you just think about new ideas and you just roll it out even, you know, without consulting anybody, which gives back value to the community. And I think this is what you guys are actually actively doing. For example, there's no idea about the decoding stuff like that but it just came out and then suddenly be a hype in the community and you guys decided okay let's just put this into our roadmap and i think an evolving roadmap is whereby committee feels that their voice are being heard and it's very important right now in this in this project just imagine like you know i'm i'm for example you know kaiju friends we started off as a p2e gaming platform right but um later on we, we currently now is moving even towards like media that's why we have the initiative called podcast um, we are doing like for example opening a bar to do an nft gallery so all this thing is actually not in the roadmap but when we move together with the community you know we always hear active feedbacks we take voting and stuff like that and we are kind of like steering it into the direction that the community wants and i think this is how it just gels every everybody together yeah yeah no and that's you know, and we're doing it again, right? That's that's very important, right? We've we've got a. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too far into it because I want you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something that the the, the the community and the decoders have to really work together to kind of earn you know what the next announcement's gonna be. Uh, but we're we're doing it again, right? Once we lock down the decoders' role, we we uh, what I can say is we've got another role that's coming and coming, and and there's gonna be something special for those guys, right? So like, you know, we we want this to be an important part of the project because it's, it's fun. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a constantly evolving opportunity for us to take something that is already being executed upon so well. And, you know, we don't know what the next six months holds, right? We're just here to help the community and build a great project and, you know, work with some awesome people in the space to, to do something really special but, you know, we've kind of put it in the community's hands to help us with the story and the natural evolution that we've created. And to me, that's that's super interesting because it's challenging. Right. I love challenges. Um, it's it's enticing. Right. It attracts new people and says, wow, this this, this community is great. And this, co- this project is constantly evolving. Like, let me see what happens over the next few months. So it kind of gets back to that mentality of like, don't judge a book by its cover kind of a thing, right? Like give it some time and, you know, hopefully uh, people appreciate that, you know, and again, I, I understand there's flippers in the space that will just be looking for, you know, in and out in a couple days and that's cool. Right. You know, but at the end of the day, that's, that's not what we're trying to build here. You know, we're trying to build value for the long term and make sure that we build something that the community can not only invest in, you know, money-wise, ETH-wise, 
Uh, but time-wise, right? Time, I, I value time more than I do money, right? And at the end of the day, you can't get time back. You could always make more money. So, you know, if you're going to invest in a project and, and really be a part of the community or, or be a part of a project in that sense, um, it's time that I value more than any money that you might make. Yeah, everybody wants to make money along the way. And that's great. That's fun. That's the byproduct, though. Um, but it's communities that do this very well and projects that respond to that is an opportunity to kind of rise above and, you know, rise to the occasion. Um, and, and that to me is special, right? Like you're, you're bottling up magic at that point. Um, and not a lot of communities can do that and, and, and do it well. Right. So it's, it's, it's one of the thing I, I, I think is the essence of the project. Um, and so, you know, getting back to what I was going to mention after we went through the decoders, you know, talking about how the, the project's constantly evolving. Um, the last thing we did, which was pretty cool, was this town hall vote, right? The decoders had decoded a message that they needed to figure out if we wanted to go as a community, are we going to go to the library or are we going to go to the hangar next, right? And that would guide the next step in the story. And it kind of goes back and pays tribute to some of these early video games um, where it was kind of like choose your fate, right? You know, like, the challenge is evolving with each course of action you choose to go down. So if you choose to go to the cave or choose to go to the town, right, the storyline is going to adapt based on where you go next. And so we started to build that into the project where, you know, they had this crossroads. It's like, okay, they decoded a message in the art, but the message is, do you want to go to the library or do you want to go to the hangar? Each one comes with diff different implications, right? The library, you're obviously going to learn more, You'll have maybe some some background on the lore, right? Tell you more information that you you probably want to know in the future, right? So that's that's that sounds pretty valuable. But the hangar sounds really cool because it's like, well, maybe we'll see more about the ships and the game and the pilot academy, and we'll learn about what the next phase is, right? But but it's not up to us to decide as the team behind the project. It's up to the community to decide. So we created the town hall where everybody could cast a vote. And, you know, it, it got so close where like literally like we're, we're coming up on 24 hours and, you know, half the community is battling kind of with the other half. Like, we got to go to the library. No, we got to go to the hangar. Right. And it's, <laughs> like They're going at it. Right. And it was so fun to watch this because it was super it was like, you know, they weren't really like angry with each other or battling in that sense. But they were just, you know, debating it. And, uh, you know, inevitably the library won, but they won by like four votes and the decoders and everybody that wanted to go and get more information so that way we can learn about what's to come right they're like no the library is where we want to go we, there's going to be more info there more alpha there and uh you know they had to persuade some of the guys that were you know guys and gals i should say uh that were voting for the hangar and they literally put a case together like no this is why i think we should go to the library and they listen all out it was really cool to watch but uh you know they made it work and they they, they got the votes they needed and uh so we ended up at the library and in the library, we learn more about the story. We learn that, you know, there's this ancient civilization and, you know, got us to a new legendary being that was announced, um, which is one of our really awesome members in the Discord. His name is Clutch. Um, and he's our antagonist, right? He came into the project and, you know, once he got legendary status, it was through that library we learned about his role in the storyline, which is the general of the Void, which is what we think the army might be trying to steal the colors from the galaxy. So now the beings have kind of set themselves up on more of a directive or now they know who they might be, you know, 
have been protecting themselves against. Um, so again, it just gets back to that nature of, of this constant evolution, this constant storyline shift um, based on the community and the route they want to see this evolve. And to be a part of that and, and bring that to the space, I think is, is so special. Um, and, and it's just really exciting. Yeah, I, I think what, what I can say or, or conclude the whole thing is that, you know, um, you guys are always uh, trying to find value to give out to the community. And I think that's what I appreciate. You know, people coming to a project, even though it's a small decision, but being able to hold an NFT and make a decision which actually detects a project, it says a lot about being inclusive inside a project, right? So, you know, I, I also been to tons of projects whereby, you know, you can vote uh, certain things or you know even giving a little opinion and i think this is always something strong um you know people people just feel excited about being a part of something right so shall we open the floor to anybody who wants to probably speak to you or ask you some questions sure yeah let's get some people up here it's always fun with more people <laughs> yeah so guys if any any of you who just want to answer uh, ask the questions just click on request and i will put you up on stage I, I've seen like a lot of uh, your your community members wrapping your PFP, so it's definitely one good to one one good way to see about it. I love it. I love seeing all those beings down there. We got some, we got some great members down there too. I just want to say, Mad Madman, right there, man. That guy's a beast. He did such an awesome video, kind of like a little explainer video. And you know, I I, I truly appreciate the level of, of of work and time that our community puts into. You know, we've got another one, Jack of All Arts. Uh, I don't know if he's down here, but uh, I know he's in the community and the Discord all the time. And he's doing some really awesome stuff, making these shadow boxes and little kind of like light up signs. And, you know, we've got another community member making keychains for everybody. I mean, like, it's just like, it's it's just awesome. I, I love what these guys are doing. I love that they feel that they're a part of the community and the space and the project in this way. Um, and it just, it's a lot to me, you know, as a maker as somebody who always kind of, you know, I always joke about it at my company. Like I'm not the guy who should be selling parts because I will give these things away for free. Cause I'm just happy people <laughs> like their parts. Right. Like I'm just like, Oh, you like the part, you know what? They're yours. You can have them. I love you. That's awesome. I like that you like Bless my work. You. So <laughs> yeah, we have met uh, on stage with us. How's it going? Guys? Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, can you guys hear me? How's it going, yeah, yeah, we can. Awesome. Um, I just wanted to say a, a quick thank you to the, the Beings team um, and Abro. Um, you guys just continue to surprise us with your work ethic and, and the amount of work you continue to put put into the project. Um, and I'm sure I, I speak for the community when we say we're just so excited about what's to come. Um, there's there's always something brand new that, that you guys throw at us. Um, that, that gives us every reason to to continue to invest more into the project, um, not just hold. Yeah, man, and you know what, you guys like like I said before, it's you know we truly appreciate that because it's not like you know a lot of people think when they have to invest in a project, it's just about the eat that they're putting in, right? Like, and it's not about holding more beans, right? It's about investing time, energy, you know, headspace, right? You have to think about these things outweigh like you know whether it's liquidity or do I want to hold that project or hold this one, right? People have bills to pay. So it's like, 
you know, we appreciate all of it. Right. And it's not just in the terms of, Hey, go buy more beings. Right. Like, you know, I honestly don't even care about that. Like it's, it's really about, you know, coming into the community, investing your time, you know, sharing your stories with us, helping other community members. And you've been absolutely exceptional at that. And I got to, I'm going to try to find your, your, or maybe, maybe, I don't know if you can pin it. Can you pin it if you're a speaker? I I think you can, right? You want to pin your video from, from the last, one of the last posts? Um, yeah, I'll give it a go. I think if you just go to the share button on the, uh, on the post itself, you should be able to pin it to the stage up here. If not, I can, I can try to find it, but that video is awesome, man. I mean, I love that video so much. I look at it probably yeah. at least like once every other day, I still pull it up and look at it. Cause I love, I love the Thanks, so man. much. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm working on an, another smaller one. Um, just a little bit briefer. That's um, but yeah, we'll see. See, see what happens. Try and get it done in the next few days, and then pop it up. Nice, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a spoiler here. I just want to add that we, as a team, we are working on a video too. So I'm not gonna give details on it, but I'm just gonna so, just say that. Uh oh, little alpha there. <laughs> I like it. I know, I know the video he's talking about, and. uh I, I, I don't even think video is the right term. I think it's more short is what I would call it. But uh, yes, sir. Yeah. yes, sir. It's going to be cool, man. I'm super pumped. Awesome. Yeah, we have uh, Tori F on the stage. Hey, how you guys doing today? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. My man, how's it going? All right, just just hanging out, working on some art right now, listening to, to, to you guys talk about the projects and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to just drop my little two cents in on, you know, the project and just elaborate on what Abro just said. Dude, it's been amazing to say that this project is, you know, so <laughs> young and all the stuff that's going on. It is, it's absolutely insane and fun to be a part of. I don't, uh, I don't see me going anywhere else right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love eating things for this project, dude. It's been a blast. All my friends are like so stoked over the things that I've been making for the project. I've actually been able to because I'm on like Clubhouse show the things that I've been doing for beings and other people going like, Oh, oh, it's for that project? Oh, all right, I think I'm gonna go buy one. You know, so it's been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's awesome man but yeah dude i just wanted to just drop down and just say hey everybody and say man just keep up the good work guys we are loving it and let's let's take it to the moon yeah man you know and see that i just want to throw it out there because you know you can hear you can hear i know i get excited about this stuff and i'm a super passionate person but i love hearing you guys talk about it as much because like i can hear the passion and the excitement in your voice just as much i know you could probably hear it in mine and that gets me going man so much so i love that you know it's a really it's just a really great vibe and it it, it keeps us going it really does because like the energy in the discord when when we get to talk to you guys in the vc chat or in these types of spaces it just makes me want to go back and do more right and you talk about work ethic it's like you know, I'm a workaholic. That's why I can put so much time into this, right? My wife's a workaholic, so she gets it. And I'm so lucky to have a partner that appreciates that and doesn't kind of use it against me. Um, my kids are starting to become that. Like, they are they are hardworking go-getters. You know, my daughter, who's turning six this month, 
she literally will not let something go until she gets it perfect, which I kind of, you know, got to work on a little bit. You know, you don't always have but, things to I, I, can, perfect. I can imagine your, your, your daughter already. Like, it's, it's <laughs> like you, I can't imagine her already. <laughs> be careful. She's going to be the next community mod on the Discord. <laughs> okay, okay, got you. Well, I told you the other day, I was joking about it. My wife needs to be a mod so she can put me in timeout. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, guys. So, any more questions? Maybe we can have uh, one more up on the stage before we officially end the space. Yeah, any questions? You know, comments. Does that have to be a question, right? If you had something you wanted to share, right? You know, I, yeah. I love listening to other members and holders and people in the space. So, uh, feel free. You know, don't be shy. <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely great to have your community member come up yeah, and, and share some positive things about, you know, the team, the project. Yeah, it is yeah, really yeah, good yeah. to hear such feedback as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I really, I, I love it. Like I said, it's kind of, it's kind of the things that, that, you know, fuel me, right? Keep me going. So I think it's, yeah. it's, it's super exciting in that sense. Go ahead, Mac. Uh, just quickly, guys, with, um, with the pilot academy, I know you guys mentioned uh, Saturday. Um, it'll be it'll be launching. Yep. Will we get information on like what time? Um, yeah, it'll start and that sort of stuff within the next few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we were we were trying to push the developers um, to try. I, I really wanted to have a date and a time today, uh, but we you know we like we said before, we don't want to rush anything, so. What I think we'll end up doing is probably uh, uh, later this week we'll have a, a firm date and time that gets announced. Uh, maybe we'll maybe even try to get a, a spaces up so we can do some Q&A on that as well. Uh, I'll coordinate with the team. I'll make an announcement on that. Um, and then beyond that, uh, I, I might even coordinate with the team to try to see if we could do somewhat of like a soft launch where, you know, maybe our legendary characters can kind of, kind of get maybe get in there first and, and we can kind of do a little bug session just to make sure with some real users on it, you know, we got a little bit more eyes and, and you know, effort, you know, using the thing. So that way, you know, if there's any last minute changes or bugs or anything that we want to fix just before we go full live um, and open it up to the community, that might be a good opportunity. So, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll pull in some some members of the community. I don't know if that's possible yet. I'll, I'll, I'll make an announcement. I'll work with the team on that. Um, but, you know, Saturday is going to be the day. Yeah. Uh, by that time, we'll have a nice concrete launch for everybody. It'll be safe and, and secure. Um, and we'll, of course, have, I, I, I would guess, probably by, by later this week, mid, mid to later this week. Um, obviously, I don't want to announce it, like, you know, the day before. So I'm shooting for probably Wednesday to Thursday. Uh, we'll, we'll put out a tentative yeah. um, time frame. I, I just want uh, Mike, you might have got rubbed. So, yeah, I think got there you go. Oh, Can you guys hear me now? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I got yeah. By, by, by Twitter. Sorry. Um, no, I just want to add that I, I made it the, the team, the developer, later today. And I'm going to ask specifically about the time. Um, so we can have the time of the day. The day we, we know it already, but the time. Um, we are running some tests later tomorrow to make sure that uh, the, the, the pilot academy is working perfectly. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Pumped. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Uh, first of all, just massive uh, shout out to Ebron. You are wonderful for letting me host this space. It's just, you know, I, I gained so much from just talking to you guys. 
um, all the best uh, this Saturday for your staking. Um, definitely, we'll be looking out for your project and you know just yeah. see how you guys uh, push forward this space in the, in, in the bear market right now. Yeah, and like I said, we're super excited about the way the market's shaping up. I think, you know, my my if I had to make a projection, you know, obviously not financial advice here, but um, you know, I think September is going to be a really great. I think you're you're starting to see all the right signs, and if things keep progressing, I think September is going to be a great great time to see that kind of rebound start to happen. Um, how long that lasts or sustains, I think that's the real question. Um, so I'm super excited for the market to kind of you know just make more more opportunity for people. I think opportunity spreads more positive vibes. So, um, you know, I, I always like to people see people succeed versus, you know, lose money or, or get a bad taste. So, um, so I think we're getting there. Right? I think the market's starting to go in the right direction. Um, I know our head is down and we're focused on delivering and, and building a quality project, um, which inevitably is going to take time. We're moving at record speed. Um, and we're doing some really, really cool stuff, you know, as far as bringing some new technology to this space um so anybody out there that'd be interested in the project we'd love to have you you know check us out check out kaiju friends we're gonna do a lot more of these i think this was super fun um and you know stay stay positive stay secure you know stay safe yep thanks thank you so much guys take care Enjoying the podcast? Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow.